That's right, get ready for part two of Switch the Envelope's top 20 scariest movies of all time. Switch the Envelope bonus episode. My name is Gory. <laughs> My name's Jeff. Fuck, seriously, dude? Like, Yeah, if anybody made it past that, you know. Oh, fuck. We're not going to play long. We're having no, fun. No, just, no. I whatever. am having fun, man. It's fine. Whatever. Let's just get into it. Grab your popcorn and your security blanket. because Son of a bitch. <laughs> just grab your popcorn. <laughs> We're going to count down. Uh, from 10 to 1, the top scary movies. We hope you enjoyed our first bonus episode where we talked about the top 20 to 11 mm-hmm. scary, scary movies. movies. And if you missed it, here is a recap of the top 20, number 20 through 11. Number 20, Nightmare on Elm Street. Number 19, The Bad Seed. Number 18, Scream. Number 17, Alien. Number 16, Amityville Horror. Number 15, Rosemary's Baby. Number 14, When a Stranger Calls. Number 13, Jaws. Number 12, Saw. And number 11 was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original yeah. Texas Chainsaw Don't Massacre. Don't give me that Matthew McConaughey, Renee Zellweger bullshit. No. Mm-mm. No, not good. Although that, Matthew McConaughey can pretty much do anything. Well, he can do no wrong usually, but uh, you know that was one of those movies where I saw it at a slumber party. I was the only one awake because we put it on at like three in the morning. Everybody else fell asleep, and I watched it, and that was the first time I went, yeah, these movies aren't that scary. Yeah, I saw it at a slumber party too, but I think I was the only boy, and I don't think they knew I was there. I was in a closet. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the, the way you should. <sighs> anyway... <clears throat> Uh, moving on to our top 10. This is 10 to 1, the best scary movies, according to Wait, us. Wait, 10 to 1, it's the best? Or is it number 10 number to 1? Number 10 to number 1. Oh, so not the giving best. us odds. No, no. 10 no. to 1. This 10 is to the, 1, this might be one, all right. Is, <laughs> uh, the odds aren't great. And I'm sure you disagree. 10 to 1, these are the best. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, if you if you have uh, scruples with <laughs> with uh, scruples, yeah, if, if you have a problem with okay uh, with our list, uh, and would like to tell us, please do uh, via Twitter at Switch Envelope or at Switch the Envelope on Instagram. Yep. And uh, or and if we'll... you just love the list, because I think people are positive out sure. there. People love it. That's what Twitter's all about: showing the love, it's positivity. There aren't negative things there on. There are Twitter. not negative things. So if you want to show the love, then send our, send your love our way. Sure. Send your love to Corey, especially, and send your love to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so like like we said before, this was a list uh, that we wrote independently of each other, and the cumulative scores are what sort of gave these movies the rankings. But I think at least in the top ten, like the top ten feels. Really solid. Uh, everything that was like twelve and below, we were so close on a lot of the the cumulative scores 
that it was really a lot of tiebreakers and stuff. But this was pretty definitive when we got to the top 10. And we agreed, uh, for the most part, on on relative rankings for, for all of these. So let's get into it. Now, um, just to make sure everybody remembers, these are movies that are are the top movies that you would watch at Halloween time when you're going to go get your bucket of popcorn, sit with your friends, and watch a scary movie. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily going to be a list that pleases the people who are all-the-time horror film fans. Yes. Uh, all right, so starting at number 10, one of my favorite horror films, The Omen. <laughs> Great soundtrack. We actually talked about this on a recent episode, uh, and everything that I've said uh, holds true. Uh, I I love this movie. Um, it's another one on our list that sort of deals Fucking with... Fucking Damien. Deals with uh, sort of the devil. <laughs> Man, <laughs> kid's got a six 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 birthmark. Run, fuck. Yeah, man. Uh, there's awesome sort of practical special effects, decapitations. There's a cross that impales a person. Somebody falls backwards off of a banister of of a stairwell. You know, like it's it's awesome. the The way it was shot, the way it, the the story, um, really creeped me the fuck out. Like honestly. Scary movies, slasher movies, you, you know, like for the most part, don't really bug me all that much. They don't really like get to me. I can enjoy them, but they don't really like scare me. The movies that scare me are like possession films and the devil and like all that kind of stuff, which is weird because I'm not religious at all. But like the the like the devil comes up in evil, like just pure evil, you know, coming through a person or like, you know, dealing with, you know, like a community or something like that is what really kind of unnerves me when I'm watching a movie. Next. Okay. And number nine on our list. Friday the 13th. Ooh, this is a really good one. Yeah, this is... Uh, For me, on this list, this is my one of my favorites. Yeah? On this whole list. This is one of my favorite movies. It's a really good one. Yeah, sure. this is awesome. Especially so, the first one in the series. Like, so most people get this mixed up with Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. just if you haven't seen them. Friday the 13th is the Jason movies. <laughs> However, the first uh, Friday the 13th... Don't. Don't spoil. Don't spoil. We've it's been only, spoiling all it's these only, movies. It's only like it's been only like thirty, 30 years. years since this movie came out. Here's the thing, people. If you're listening to us ranking the best scary <laughs> movies, uh, if the, if we say a title of a movie that you haven't seen, hit the skip button a couple times to get to the next movie. Okay. So but honestly, you should have seen these movies. Common horror. Common horror misnomer. Common horror mistake is that Frankenstein is the monster. Yes. But it's not. Frankenstein is actually the doctor. Yes. And Frankenstein's monster is just called the monster. Yes. Second huge horror film mistake mm-hmm. is that in the first Friday the 13th, that Jason, the guy with the hockey mask, mm-hmm. is, first of all, not in the first film. There right. is no Jason with a hockey mask. Well, he's he's mentioned. He doesn't have a hockey mask. But he doesn't have a hockey mask. That's right. And he is not the killer. The killer is actually Jason's mom. He does kill at one point. In the movie. No, he pulls the girl down and she survives. Oh, she survives. That's right. She survives in the hospital. And so Jason really isn't the killer in the first one. No. Movie. It so, is? common misconception. Spoiler alert. <laughs> His mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking psycho mom. So. Not, not, the, not the only uh, film on our list that has a fucking crazy ass killer mom. No. Um, but the, the very first Friday the 13th is a great film, but it is falls victim to all the other ones where the sequels kill the franchise. It it does get he a little hokey. It goes to fucking space. Most most of these films that started in the 80s and late 70s uh sort of become a victim of their sequels 
and the way that people see this, you know, this franchise, not the independent movies. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, this this is one that's sort of um, like the the lay viewer, the the sort of like person who's not super in into like the horror genre that might confuse Jason in space as being a representative of <laughs> what this you know movie is. But the original is a really good horror film. And well, most people confuse accuse the fact that there was a guy with a hockey mask as the Jason movies. Sure, and the first movie didn't even have that. Right. The, well, because it's become so iconic since, you know, I mean, and good on the studio for being able to build their franchise to an iconic level, but this first movie is very different. Moving on to number eight, The Ring. Oh, The Ring. The Ring is good. You know, when we talk about, you know, movies that have cultural impacts, this movie, I mean, aside from it being a little dated because they watch a VHS tape in this thing. <laughs> Although that does make it a little creepier. Uh, well, I mean... It, it, it this kind was, of makes it a little bit creepy. It is. A little, yeah, you have to sort of seek out how to how to watch this thing, and then if you do, but like when this movie came out on home video, like when when it was on DVD or whatever, like I I had friends that were like that went to the theater, saw the movie, were so creeped out about it that they refused to buy the DVD or whatever because like. In essence, you they think were that would doing hurt the market value of the movie a little bit, but like that's the sort of impact that this this movie movie has. You know, you watch a movie, and then by virtue of you just watching the movie, you die. Yeah. Seven days later, you get a phone call. Like, oh man, this like I, I thought that it would have been a great marketing campaign to use some sort of technology at the time to where like at the end of every viewing of this movie. People's cell phones started getting buzzed, like an alert or something. So like everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Now what would <laughs> and be... it just had a message, like a text message, that just said seven days or something like that. Now, would have been awesome well, as marketing for this film. But well, what we have to say is that this is a remake of a Japanese film called Ringu. R I N G U, Ringu. But did that did that have any release in the United States? Uh yes, and they remade this film. I thought that mm. it was a foreign film. But they took the Japanese film okay, so, and redid well, the exact same thing. However, they made it for the the American audiences, and it's the same concept. But uh, we do need to clarify that. So sure, that this isn't we don't the get the angry, original. We don't get the angry twitters. Uh, I mean that that was kind of popular. I'm clarifying, I like saying twitters instead of tweets. The twitters, the twitters? Yeah, the angry twitters. <laughs> Hashtag twitters uh, doesn't take away from the fact that this was uh, a remarkably scary movie, and that. Back with like the way they shot uh, Donnie Darko's sister coming out of the TV screen and walking, like they shot her backwards. Yeah, that's a great scene. And then ran the footage forwards, so she's so unnerving. Oh, and she's crawling out of, and she's jittery and like, oh my god, she's so creepy in this movie. Although, <laughs> scary movie, them doing this film. Oh was yeah, f- absolutely hilarious. I mean. Uh, a nod to the scary movie franchise in general for being able to um, really <laughs> nail the sort of satire. Those damn on, Wayans brothers, they're so hilarious. On all of these, uh, the, most of the movies that are on our list, they they sort of touch on on uh, <laughs> uh, in those spoof movies. They're they're really good. But The Ring makes it at number eight. Okay, number seven is a movie some people may not think of as horror um, because they don't like the director. It's horror. But um, I would say it's horror, and it's on our number seven, so fuck all you. It is sick, The Sixth Sense. We really missed an opportunity to place this sixth on our list. <laughs> but 
But say la vie didn't. Uh, it, was you know, it was science. It was science. Yeah, science. Was, you can't argue science. It made it to seven. It was so close. Seven. Uh, this the sixth sense. The sixth sense. <laughs> uh, this movie made M Night Shyamalan's career. You know, like yeah, he got to make terrible movies since because of how <laughs> great the thing, this movie was. They're not. They're not necessarily terrible films. Some of them are not great, but like debate for another show. It is. So the sixth sense. But the sixth sense was such a good opening bid for his career. Holy crap! And, and the, there's so many jump scare parts oh, of this movie. Yeah, the, this movie. The kid walking past the fucking the, thing. And this movie has gone and creepy. Ah. Yeah, creepy kids, ghosts, uh, talking to dead people. It has jump I will scares. Say it does ghosts in a really good way. It does. Yeah. The um. Oh man, I'm like my my skin is crawling a little bit thinking about some of the the scenes in this and like the way it's shot. Uh, just keeps you unnerved through m- most of the movie. It's really impactful. And another one of those that, like, you know, people couldn't stop talking about this film and then stopping themselves from talking about the twist ending, you know? Yeah, people still talk about this film. I, I still won't mention the twist ending uh, on, on publication, although I probably have in previous episode. so <clears throat> perhaps that's a lie, but, you know, moving yeah. on. <laughs> Number six. Number six. Ooh, they're here. Poltergeist. Very iconic. Oh. This movie. Very iconic. This this movie is not only iconic for what it is as a movie, but it's iconic for having the curse of the poltergeist. Almost yeah. everybody in this movie died. Yeah. Unnatural young deaths. That's terrible. Like I said, this movie, whenever a movie transcends to having its own uh, lore about mm-hmm. it, like some of the other movies on this list, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. like Omen, like uh, some of the other movies, then you have a movie that will... that. It keeps going and it keeps circulating in pop culture, and you keep having fan fiction made about it. You keep on having Wikipedia pages updated about it. Right. That this one fits that bill. It, it's you know it, it has uh, it has the creepy kid stuff. It, you know it has ghosts. It it has it has a house. <laughs> it has a house that's clear. <laughs> and this house is clear. Um. Yeah. It's got a creep that creepy lady <laughs> who comes to exercise the demons. That live live inside the house. It it even it even has a fucking Native American revenge yeah. killings. Oh man, and a and a tree, you know that. Uh, and also has Craig T. Motherfucking Nelson. It, does. it has coach. All right, it has coach. It coaches in this movie. The coach is the dad in this movie. <laughs> all right, he's he's the fucking dad that won't move out of the house because they removed all the headstones and built the houses on top of it. And again, another one of those movies is like, just get out of the fucking house. Like it's not that important. It's just it's just a house, man. Like <laughs> just. Take your family as far away as possible. Oh no! I'll let my youngest daughter get lost in the in the walls. Yeah, no, you're you're a bad parent. Oh, you're a bad parent. <laughs> and uh, just an interesting fact: this movie was directed by the same guy that directed the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Toby Hooper. So he's got two movies on our top twenty. Number five. Number five is Carrie. Oh, we just talked about this on a recent episode. Yes, not too long ago. Um, great film. Sissy Spacek, scary as shit. She, makes anti-bullying movie. Yeah, it's it's yeah, psychological thriller. An anti-bullying movie for sure. Yes. Um, it's um, uh, yeah, we, we iconic. Talk, like we talked about it before. Like when those when those gym doors slam shut, you just go, oh fuck, and then hold on. Her eyes when the blood pours on top of her mm-hmm. head is scary as all hell. It's yeah. a great movie. She burns down the damn school that is has been bullying her her mom is just 
God. Oh, that scene where she flings all of the sharp objects in the kitchen t- t- ah, into her mom. Like, damn, don't fuck with Sissy Spacek. We've said it before. We'll say it again. Don't fuck with her. You watch your tone around Sissy Spacek. <laughs> My God. I, it's, it's, it's one of those movies, too, you know, where as far as its, its impact on, on sort of movies... Uh, uh, in this genre, except you for know, the Cole like, Myers daughter, you can, no. you can fuck with Cole Myers. Daughter. Outside of this movie, perfectly lovely lady. Inside this movie, terrifying. Um, y- you know, this is this is one, and we kind of we kind of spoke on this uh, before, where like this is one of the most unique monster movies in that you really feel for the you're rooting for the monster in this movie. Yeah, you want the monster to win. You want her to burn them all. You're right. <clears throat> you're right. Carrie, you feel bad for her. Yes, and and you want her to burn all of those motherfuckers. Yes, you do. Burn them all. All right, moving on. Number four. Number four. The Shining. Oh, man. This is a Stanley Kubrick film, uh, one that was written by Stephen King, one that Stephen King does not like, and he's wrong. But that's cool, you know. Yeah, this one is not iconic because of the story it's more iconic because of the filming the filming and the, the performances shot, the shot of the two girls at the end of the hallway is so freaky the bathtub so cr- creepy jack here's jack johnny coming Come through on. the through the door yeah um fucking olive oil uh <laughs> gripping onto that <laughs> knife oil. she played olive oil in popeye she's gripping onto that <laughs> knife how ter- <laughs> she's so great in this film in 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 just being absolutely terrified of her husband you know the the use of the snow in this movie alone is enough to be a filmmaker's wet dream. You know, like it's so good. The little kid riding his little, his little tricycle, his big wheel through through the hallway, the bathtub, and then seeing There's the so fucking many two iconic twins things. at yeah. the end of the hallway, and the 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 like just river of blood that comes through the hallway. Like, there's so many iconic horror things that happen in this. Uh, particular movie so much so that like it's it's also spawned you know sort of like fanfic and like a fake documentary about the room um the you know the the appearance of the carpet pattern in other well, movies the carpet and, pattern like, has been that's something that uh what's his name does in like all of his films the same way in clockwork orange and no no but it's picked up in other films like it's in toy story that that pattern on the carpet oh, when they go to other people yeah yeah, but, yeah. yeah. like it's 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 or we'll, we'll, no, we like, can't get into this now. Okay. We can't get into this. All right. This, okay. We need to move on. But The Shining is amazing, and it comes in at number four on our list. Okay, number f- three on our list. It's the ultimate Halloween movie, man. The ultimate Halloween movie. You have to My, watch this shit on the 31st. This one inspired Friday the 13th. If you had no Friday the 13th, you wouldn't have any other the 80s classic monster movies. And then if you didn't have Halloween, you wouldn't have had Friday the 13th. So our number three is Halloween with the iconic character, Mike Myers. Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Who's really just William Shatner painted white. Yeah. Which is even more terrifying, question mark? (laughs) Michael Myers, one of the best villains of all time. He turns 40 this year. He's a pretty old guy. Yeah. Apparently, he is starring a new movie. He is now going to be like 65 doing the math. He would have been like 20-something in the first one, so he's, you know, older. Mm Mm-hmm. And reprising her role is once again Miss Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. Same role. She did that at the 20-year mark also. Apparently she, she only does these movies every 20 years. Halloween H2O. Yeah, H2O with Josh Hartnett. Mm-hmm. I, um, I wonder why they didn't do a, a cutesy thing for 4-0. Like, 
What do you mean a cutesy thing? Like, well, Halloween H four O. It doesn't have the same ring. It doesn't, but you know, like they could have, they could have done something other than calling it the same as the first movie. Well, <laughs> they're just calling it Halloween. Like they already made Halloween. This isn't a remake. This is a sequel. Give it a, a colon and some extra words. But we'll see when it, when, it. It, when it comes out. But yeah, ha- Halloween sets us in uh, in a path cinema wise for the slasher film. Like yes. this is this is uh, you know an an unkillable beast man serial killer. Not only just the slasher film, the guy with the mask, the one that's always there stalking you. You think he's dead. He's not dead. He's he's. There's a, the scene in in Halloween when the girl thinks it's her boyfriend, but it's really not her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and she ends up killing her. Mm-hmm. Same thing they used in Scream when um and uh, and in Kids. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, same same premise. Same premise. You know, <laughs> you think it's your boyfriend, and it's not your boyfriend. It's me, Casper. And he's the friendly ghost, so it comes all the way around to Halloween. Full circle. Type, type awesome. Films. All right. So, getting close to the end. Oh my gosh, we have the top two best films. Should we? And we'll get back to that after our <laughs> no, after no. our commercial from Squarespace. Squarespace. <laughs> Do you want to build websites? Use this easy trick. Squarespace. Blah 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 blah. If, All you, right. if you want your, your website to look generic and pre-pressed, use Squarespace. <laughs> we're never going to get an advertisement. We're never going to get an advertisement from them. No, our, our show is free. We're not, we're not, we don't advertise. Before we get to the top two, do you want to kind of go over some of our like honorable mentions? Some of the ones that didn't quite make the list. Oh, I hate when shows do that. I'm just waiting for the top two. Oh, but then we're like, so close. Like, I know. Fuck you. We're not going to do it yet. We're going to give you something else. So let's do that. Okay. Okay. Honorable mentions. So uh, one of the ones that that uh, was on my list, um, which is uh, sort of an unnerving film, but it's an old film, uh, is Freaks from 1932. Really cool film. They actually use real like carnival sideshow performers uh, to be in this in this film. There's people that are like half bodied. There's bearded women. There's you know all these kinds of things that uh, it really makes for a really creepy uh, film. It's black and white. It's like just yeah. It, it's the first you know, sort of like time that I saw from like a classic piece of cinema where I was just like, oh my God, this is real creepy. And they do it in 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 this really, really crazy way with carnival people. I, I don't know. It's, it's really unnerving. And just remember, these are just our honorable mentions. Yeah. Before we get to top two, because we're making you wait. Yeah. And then my honorable mention that I said was Child's Play. Oh, The Child's original Play. Child's Play. Yeah. Because nothing is more iconic than Chucky. And really, for anybody in the Zenial generation or the uh, Oregon Trail generation, if you were a boy in that generation, you you had the My Buddy doll. And uh, when you saw Child's Play, it looked a little too close to the My Buddy doll. And when you woke up in the middle of the night and you saw your My Buddy, it was a little fucking scary. Well, you you take the, the sort of what's now a trope of a creepy child, and you put that into a creepy child's doll. Yes. Oh. And he's got a big-ass fucking knife. And he, they like, and I, I had the my buddy, which oh, is what the, was, which was, Chucky is based off. Of. I was about to say, I had that my buddy. I had one of That's those too. Scary man. I threw that shit away. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> nope, no longer are you sitting in my room or in my closet. You're getting the fuck out of this house because yeah. dolls are already scary, man. And then you have the Chucky doll. It's freaky, right? Um, a couple of the other ones, uh, some of the ones that that uh, weren't sort of horror enough but kind of teeter on this edge would be like Silence of the Lambs, 
um, which is like horror adjacent. It's really more of a, cl- a crime drama, but there is really sort of terrifying moments in that in that movie. Uh, Misery is another one of those that kind of got an honorable mention. Is, Misery is a is a really good one for an honorable mention. I think that uh, Kathy Bates does a really good job at becoming the monster. She's terrifying. She is when terrifying. She, oh, that scene when she hobbles James Caan is still yeah, she smashes his feet. The, one of the hardest scenes in cinema to watch. It is so unnerving when his foot just turns. Oh, ah, so gross. And um, probably the last that, that we'll mention on the honorable mentions list is um, Night of the Living Dead, only because it spawned zombie movies. Yes, Night of the Living Dead. I mean, I, I feel it doesn't hold up as well. There's better zombie films, obviously, because I love zombie films. But Night of the Living Dead, if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have... The Walking Dead. Walking Dead, <laughs> you exactly. Wouldn't, you wouldn't have the most one of the most popular movies uh, or uh, TV shows on television right now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it definitely uh, has a significant impact. Well, not anymore, by the way. Well, I'm just saying, you know, a lot of people liked it for the first four seasons. Yeah, well, you know, until until. Um, but yeah, that and you know, like Frankenstein and the Birds, those, those all sort of you know were honorable mentions, but didn't really you know sort of make our our hearts sing and, as much as the rest of these movies. <clears throat> when weighed yes. against, uh, you know, sort of uh, other films in the genre that sort of captured a better, you, you <sighs> know, time at the movies and uh, a better sense of the horror. Just a better sense of the horror. The horror. Yeah. yeah. It's very hard to say horror. Horror. Sometimes it comes out the horror. They they capture scary movie better. We will not include movies on here that are newer because we feel that we want to recognize the movies that inspired those newer films. Sure. Some movies like The Strangers, which I feel is a very, very good modern horror movie. I feel like it was inspired mostly by a movie like When When a Stranger Calls. Sure. Because it's basically the same concept. Sure. Yeah. Um, and and a movie like um, A Quiet Place is is kind of you know like the sci-fi alien but put into you know, sort of small town and stuff like that. And we'll see if movies that are more recent like that will hold up to the sort of test of time, the get-outs, the, you know, um, A yeah. Quiet Places, and become classics. And I'm sure if we were to make this list in another year, like if we do this again, our list would be completely different, you know, and it would be constantly evolving and constantly changing. Maybe we, we should do that, like an annual, like, top 20, like, switch the envelopes. Tw- yes. Top, top 20 <laughs> scary movies of, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020, you know, whatever. But yeah, it's it's such a rich genre of film that you know there's constantly one upsmanship in in the genre going further with with being scary. Yeah, we didn't even and go over camera angles. We didn't even go over some of the movies like An American boom. Werewolf in London. Sure, there's there's some movies that are that are fantastic. Like we said when we started this, it's near impossible to really give you a comprehensive list, and we're sorry, but we tried our best. And this is, you know, this is where we're at. But I, I really feel strongly about where we're going in these top two, and would be hard pressed to knock these top two films off of the their pedestals of, of you know, the best scary movies. So let's go ahead and get to it, Jeff. All right. You so ready? number number <laughs> number number two number two oh number two on our top twenty greatest films of Halloween. This movie is one of my favorite scary movies of all time, and it's one that I will watch nearly every year, regardless of the time of year, but that's Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Psycho. Oh, Psycho is such a well-done movie. The way that, like, 
when you think of like Hitchcock as the the sort of you know the master of thrills, of suspense, you know all that kind of stuff. The the top movie in that category has to be Psycho, the iconic scene in the shower, the 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 mother, the creepy house. You know, like it's even the drive up to the house from the beginning of the movie. Absolutely. The girl's driving there. She's embezzled some shit. She drives up to this house to get away. She's running away. She comes just across the Bates Motel. And all of a sudden, she realizes, oh, my God, this guy's going to fucking kill me. Yeah. And I believe that's Jamie Lee Curtis's mom. Um, It's uh, something Lee. What's her name? Oh, Jan- Barbara Lee? No. No, it's What's Janet her? Lee. Janet Lee. Janet Lee is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom, right? Yes. And, you know, our number three and number two have related people. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween, who sets this sort of like 70s precedent for, you know, a scared lady in a movie. That may not have been by accident. No, it absolutely wasn't. Her mom is Janet Lee at the beginning of Psycho. These movies were made, what, 15-something years apart? No, maybe. Halloween came out in 70-something, 70-what? Eight? 78? Maybe. And then uh, Psycho came out in 1960? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Um, So they they can't be any more than, like, they're 18 years apart. That's true. But when I think of the 60s and the 80s, or, like, 70s, like, like they they feel so much more distant. They really weren't. You know? (laughs) They they do. It's it's a weird sort of time phenomenon that happens in our brains, where, like, the 90s feels like a couple years ago to me, but, like, the gap between... (laughs) 65 and 78 feels like, oh, that's like so long. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so. It's a great film, though. Great film. The remake is terrible. Gus Vaughn's Gus version? Gus Van right? Like Vince Vaughn doing the. the um, it's Vince Vaughn and not Portia de Rossi. Who's uh, the, uh, uh, and Haish. And Haish. And Haish. <laughs> uh, they tried to do a shot for shot remake. Not great. The original still holds up. the The twist on that, where like he was dressing up as his mom and doing the voice, and like, you know, like caring for her corpse. Well, Anthony Perkins has a sort of quality to him. First of all, Vince Vaughn didn't have in the remake. No, he didn't. And Anthony Perkins has this weird quality that haven't you haven't seen until you see the TV show, Bates Motel. The 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 guy who plays oh yeah that kid that, the Norman that Bates. Norman he kind of inhabits that kind of quality. But you have to have that weird quality where you're. You're a straight. You're a straight. The, the, you play the straight man, but there's something off about you. There's something very off, and about that's what he has to play. And most of the characters the character. that have these really great horror movie parts have that have the ability to play that 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 character, where there's something really off about you, but you don't know what it is until later. And it, it also sort of becomes the way that you know a lot of uh, real life serial killers get described. You know, when when you look at the way their neighbors talk about them. Oh, he was such a nice guy. He kept just sort of quiet, kept to himself, but we never would have expected that he yeah. was murdering people in his garage and then eating their livers. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it, it's the mild-mannered, you know, play, blend-in kind of thing um, has not only become sort of a movie trope, but it's also sort of <clears throat> the way, like, real serial killers have behaved in actual, you know, real life. And that's another reason why even now watching that movie makes it so unnerving. And the main character in this is so dumb. If you were to pull up to the Bates Motel and see that house, I wouldn't stay there. I'd leave immediately. Yeah. It's 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 a bit foreboding. The, <laughs> the staple of all movies is that everybody in them is a staple of stupid. all horror movies is that they, you have to be stupid. Yeah, you have to be a little dumb. 
and you'll die in a horror film. Yeah. Except for Saw. I think Saw is a little different. But. Saw does flip the script a little bit on that, yes. All right. What's our number one scary movie, Jeff? All right. The number one scary movie was made because oh, drum roll. anybody who's ever seen this movie has been scared shitless. This movie scars you for life. Okay, drum roll. The winner of the top 20 list of the best scary movies of all time is... The Exorcist. Yes! Oh, this movie is so terrifying! <laughs> oh my god! This is like... You know, I, I watched this movie as a first date. They re-released this movie in theaters uh, like 1999 or 2000, something like that, where they added extra footage of her like doing the spider crawl and they added faces and stuff. And... You know, everybody in in the theater, as I was like sort of scanning the theater and like even my date, who ended up being my wife, um, she she was sitting with her dude, feet. Dude, did you did you hit that? No, not that <laughs> night. <laughs> not till much later. Um, there, there's not there's not a lot. Here's the thing. There's like the scary movies where you're like, oh, save me. And like, you, you know, it sort of stirs up a bit of that like. Oh, we're now safe, and so we can make out. Mm. Um, the Exorcist is one of those <laughs> that like reaches into your insides and scrambles your brain and fucks you up, and there, you just walk away from that theater going, "Wow, fuck!" All right, so see, that's why I was taking my days to Freddie Got Finger. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> Freddie, would you, Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. they'd walk away going, "Dude, that was so terrible." Yeah, we like, gotta hang oh, out. Oh man. You want to make out now? Yeah, that yeah. would be much better than that movie that we just saw. Yeah. <laughs> I would do anything more than watching Tom Green in a movie. <laughs> anything else? Anything. Touch what my boob. Got? Make me feel better about myself. <laughs> I feel so gross. I just watched Tom Green in a movie. No, but yeah, when we were watching The Exorcist, like people had their feet up on the seats. They were watching it through through their fingers and shit. Like. That movie sticks with you. Yeah, it's got a great soundtrack, just like Halloween, mm-hmm. just like Omen. They've got great soundtracks, which are pivotal to the point of that movie. If you don't have that soundtrack, you don't have that movie. And Linda Blair as Reagan is so creepy. She, I mean, another, like, I, I would put her up there with sort of like the Jodie Foster at 12, a taxi driver, <clears throat> where like having to do something so beyond her years as an actress uh, and being able to pull it off so convincing in a movie. Well, I will say that uh, to me, the scenes in the bed that are so that were so scary, I think now are a little cheesy. Well, some some of the things, um, the head spin around and vomit scenes. Well, are the little, special effects are one thing. The special effects are a little dated but, now, so it's like. But really, like that 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 movie, the setup and everything up into that point, it's terrifying when you watch it. Like you're not. Very terrifying movie. I mean, on a second watch and a third watch, maybe you know the special effects start to get to you a little bit. But when you when you first see that movie, when it's the you know you're you've never seen the movie before and you watch that movie, when her head spins around, you're like, no, oh, and then she spits up on him, and then the bed levitates, and like you know the power of Christ compels you, and like the guy falls down the stairs. Like every bit of that movie is just like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? You know, it's it's such a tense watch. It's such a, like the, your anxiety level shoots up, you know, and and your stomach is in your throat, 
the entire time you watch that movie. Except for her when she's actually throwing up. Right. It comes out of her. It comes yeah. out of her throat. It leaves her throat. It's green. At that point, yeah, it's split pea soup. It's split pea soup. So <laughs> we, we, we expect that everybody should be eating split pea soup instead of popcorn when they're watching this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. And you, you talk about movies that have, you know, cultural impact and movies that spawn, you know, that have great lore to them. You know, movies that have... You know, people that, um, you know, it spurs a, f- a franchise and people write fan fiction and all that kind of stuff. This one nails every one of those categories, and that's why it tops our list. Awesome. So there you have it. That's the the final list of our top 20 scary movies. Scary movies of all time. We're going to go over it real quick one last time for everybody. Oh, recapping. We're going to recap the top 20 list, starting from number 20. Number 20. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Number 19 is The Bad Seed. Number 18, Scream. Number 17, Alien. Number 16, Amityville Horror. Number 15, Rosemary's Baby. It's a terrible baby. Get rid of that baby. (laughs) Number 14, When a Stranger Calls. Number 13, Jaws. Number 12, Saw. Number 11, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number 10, The Omen. Number 9, Friday the 13th. Number 8, The Ring. Number seven, The Sixth Sense. Really missed an opportunity there. So it should yeah, have been it could six. Have been, could have been six. Yeah. But it's science. Number six, Poltergeist. Number five, Carrie. Number four, The Shining. Number three, Halloween. Number two, Psycho. And number one, The Exorcist. There you have it, folks. Leave us uh, your comments about this list, your your praise, <laughs> your, uh, you know. Hatred. Your hatred. <laughs> uh, on Twitter, at Switch envelope or on Instagram. If we've forgotten any horror films that you think should be at the at switch the envelope. Uh, oh, at switch the envelope on Instagram. Come on, they fucking know. Yeah, whatever. If you if you think that any horror film has not been represented well, please submit a request via Instagram or Twitter, and we will choose either to respond or maybe we'll choose not to listen. I mean, we'll we'll definitely read it. Um, I may not. It's not going to make any difference to this list. We've already recorded this, but you know. Let's have fun. Let's continue the discussion. Continue the discussion. Yeah. Thank you for listening to our bonus episode, and we hope to hear you again at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> and we hope to hear you again at the movies. <laughs> have a, a happy Halloween. Stay safe, and we'll see you on our regular episodes. Following has been a Riff Laugh production.